Here's what's making business headlines today. I'm Bryce, joined by Ren. It's Monday the 14th of November. Ren, where are we heading today? Well, Bryce, we're going to start global and then we're going to hone in on Indonesia and finish in the Bahamas. Bahamas, love that. Well, let's start across the globe as the world reaches a big milestone this week. We never know precisely how many people there are alive at any one time, but the United Nations estimate we will tick over 8 billion humans on the 15th of November, i.e. Tuesday. It's a massive number. To put it in context, by the time I finish reading this sentence, the world's population has grown by about 20 people. But while the population is still growing, the rate of growth is slowing down significantly. Women are having less children and experts believe this is going to become a problem. The replacement rate required to keep a population growing is 2.1. That is every woman having 2.1 children on average. But most Western countries have a fertility rate far below 2.1. The US has a fertility rate of about 1.7, China also at about 1.7, Australia 1.6, United Kingdom 1.6, Japan 1.3. And globally, the fertility rate is 2.39. However, in 2010, it was 2.52. Going back to 2000, it was 2.7. And way back in 1970, way back, it was 4.78. So, All of these countries are below the replacement rate and globally we are getting closer to falling below the replacement rate, which is a worry because once you fall below the replacement rate, without immigration, you start to see population decline. And a declining and ageing population means there are fewer workers able to work to support the people who can't work. So we hit the 8 billion population milestone this week, but the UN believe we've already hit peak child. There will never again be more children alive than there are today. But let's move on to our second story where Joe Biden and Xi Jinping will today meet for the first time as president of their countries in Bali, Indonesia. Pretty good place to have a meeting. It comes as the G20 summit kicks off and the Chinese and American leaders have agreed to meet outside of the G20 agenda to discuss the tense relationship between the two superpowers. Both sides have signalled that they want to settle down a worsening of relations that echoes the Cold War. Xi is expected to demand an ease on American export restrictions such as the ones implemented last month on American semiconductors and he is also expected to ask for new assurances that the US won't interfere with China's activities in Taiwan. On the American side Joe Biden is expected to encourage China to loosen or scrap its zero COVID policy which has significantly interrupted supply chains around the world and US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen is meeting her counterpart Yi Gang the head of China's National Bank at the side of the G20 and has said that she will seek more information on China's lockdown policies and troubled property sector. This call for China to walk away from their COVID zero policy comes as China recorded 15,000 new COVID infections today, the highest daily number for more than six months. So my money is on China not being too receptive to America's ask. Yeah, I agree, Ren. And there is plenty to discuss for Joe Biden and Xi Jinping. Hard to say how much will come of it, but the meeting in Bali is certainly a significant point. But Ren, let's move to our final story where we're talking about collapsed crypto exchange FTX, hopefully for the last time. I'll bet you we don't. (laughs) I'll I'll bet you it's It's, not. If it's not Elon, it's 
bloody fit FTX. <laughs> <laughs> like the story does just keep developing. Over the weekend, FTX said it was hacked with over $600 million stolen from customer wallets. FTX users have been tweeting that they are seeing $0 balances in their FTX wallets. Now, the hack came just hours after FTX and its aligned businesses, including Alameda Research, filed for bankruptcy. FTX's collapse was caused by a surge in withdrawals from the exchange, which led to a liquidity crunch. FTX did not have enough cash to meet the demand for the withdrawals. Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of FTX, has stood down as CEO and restructuring expert and former Enron bankruptcy lawyer, John Ray, has been installed as the new global FTX chief executive. Now, the hack is a little suspicious. Prior to FTX saying they'd been hacked, there were a bunch of significant withdrawals from the platform. Basically, people were cashing out big sums of money, then it was hacked. And to add to that, there are reports Sam Bankman-Fried has fled the Bahamas on a private jet to Argentina. Right, well, we're going to take that tinfoil hat off, Bryce. I guess we'll watch to see if it's right. But at this stage, it's all happening in the Bahamas. There's a lot of information coming out about FTX and Bankman-Fried's alleged negligence. The crypto market continues to feel the effects of the fallout with Bitcoin and Ether both down about 25% for the week, sitting near multi-year lows. As Bryce said, hopefully this is the last time we're going to talk about this, but I wouldn't bet on it. Hopefully. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Bryce. Well, leave me, as always, with a stat of the day. 70 billion. This is the amount of pieces of soft, scrunchable plastic, such as food wrappers, that we use each year here in Australia. To put that in context, Australia produces about 2.5 million tonnes of plastic waste each year, equating to about 100 kilos per person. On today's episode of The Dive, we look at the business behind recycling plastic and why it is so hard to do. You can listen to that episode accompanying these headlines, but that'll do us for today. Hope you have a great day.